0: Is called Imaginis Obisi et Aspectri Ingratiae, which is um, a very long Latin title which means obscene images with grotesque aspects or something like that. And um, it refers to actually um, documentation emitted in actually 1631, by um, to parish priests in Tewham in Galway. It was a Catholic Church edict to hide or destroy the images or et Espactri in So it was an attempt by the Catholic Church to destroy the Schielinagigs. Now, the Schielinagigs, of course, are these um, ancient statues that are found predominantly in Ireland and in some parts of Britain. Um, statues of female figures that prominently um, depict the vulva and they're quite abject in nature and quite grotesque but we don't really know what their uses were we can only surmise and there are lots of um, different opinions on them and myself and the poet Kimberly Campanello have spent the last five years exploring these carvings, we've gone all over Ireland uh, photographing them, sketching them, documenting them, because they're fascinating and they they serve as very interesting icons um, or pathways if you like, for exploring contemporary issues around femininity, post-colonialism politics, you name it ritual symbol um, so anyway, they're fascinating so in a way this piece for Viola is one of the um, byproducts of this long-term, now five-year-long um, investigation into these um, very enigmatic statues. The viola piece was written on the Heinrich Ball Cottage Residency, which is, I think, is about two years ago now, um, with the help of Arts Council grants. And I chose four specific sheilas that we had photographed and um which have different characters you know there's a very grotesque one there's a very peaceful one there's a kind of a dancing sheila and i thought that they would serve as interesting sound posts for to write a four movement piece for viola so um that's why each movement of the, the viola piece is named after a townland or place where the um, sheila was originally discovered. Hence, Cloran, Rutland, St. John's Well, which is up in Stepaside, and uh, Cooleymore. So, in a way, they are audio profiles of these sheila negates. all four pieces are based on an Irish tune, which I, I took as a kind of a found artifact in the same way that the shields themselves were found. And I, I fragmented and damaged that tune in the way that the shields themselves were damaged in the way that Gaelic civilization itself was damaged. So the very process of, compos- uh, of the composition of the compositional act was also redolent of the history of and treatment of the sheilas themselves. So for, for me they've been quite a, um, it's been very important that the process, what I call the aesthetics of damage, are built into the pieces. Mm. So this is the first time that I've addressed Irish music for example in my work but the notion of taking Irish music and writing something, if you like, complete within my own language I thought was not really appropriate, considering that actually Gaelic civilization was largely destroyed by Tudor domination in the 15 and 1600s. Um, So the idea of recuperating the Irish, um, the Gaelic artifacts, um, as if they were preserved whole and wholesomely, for me, would be not only inappropriate, but historically inaccurate. Mm. So actually, I, I, a very important aspect of this was uh, to build in an aesthetics of damage. So the music, while... Um, that's why the music itself displays elements of abject abjectness. That doesn't, say, that doesn't mean that there aren't beautiful moments, but um, quite often the, the, the Irish tune that I'm using is reversed, which itself is an attempt to reverse if not, if ritualistically only, to reverse some of the damage that was done to Irish society and Gaelic civilization, and so forth. Um, but also fragmented, distorted, uglified um, in places. So one tries to engage with the, um, with the remnants of Gaelic society in a more honest fashion. The book is an extraordinary publishing event, in my view. Um, Jonathan Creasy, who is director of New Dublin Press, which is a very exciting, relatively new press. If you check out the website, New Dublin Press is not your standard publishing company. They do very unusual things. And the publishing of Imaginus, which is the title of the book, which, of course, comes from the title of the viola piece, is... It's essentially a limited edition lithograph, leather bound book, um, which includes the score, the full score of *Imagines* for viola and four poems which were taken from Kimberly's collection, um, Strange Country, which were chosen specifically for those four sheilas upon which the viola piece, pieces are written. And a text by Jonathan Creasy around the, the Sheila and the gigs and um, not trying to sort of dispel the mystery, but um, uh, sort of confronting the enigma of the Sheilas. So it's it's the book itself, being um, a beautiful artwork, is itself a kind of a, a, an art piece. I should say that um, Rossi McCauley of Distinctive Repetition Design, who designed the book, created... An entirely new typograph for the score. So this is a really, really interesting production um, in terms of Irish book publication. So it's a book which is a score, um, it's a book of poetry, and it's a book of commentary that addresses the, uh, uh, the enigma of the Sheilas. Because the research on this has been so extensive, you know, covering a five-year period, um, there are many um, artistic responses that have come about, you know, including, for example, an entire poetry book on the Sheelaner gigs uh, by Kim called um, Strange Country, which will be published later this year by Penny Dreadful Press in Cork. And, of course, the imaginous viola pieces that I've written, but I've also written other pieces. That are engaging with the piece. So, the entire project we've decided to call Sacrum Profanum, given the relationship between uh, the church, state, um, you know, uh, that seemed to sum up the entire, all the themes that uh, these Sheila Gigs um, seemed to um, in, invite us to engage with. So, the So Sacrum Profanum, in terms of music, um, is is now an hour-long piece for two violas, guitar, percussion, soprano, and chano singer. And that will be premiered on the 9th of June in the Crescent Arts Centre in Belfast. But we've also engaged with other artists, uh, such as Dylan Griffiths, the American filmmaker, who's um, worked with us to create a video installation uh, called Sacrum Profanum. And we've also worked to create a number of artworks around the Sheila and the Gig uh, themes. So, for instance, my handwritten score um, of the Imaginist piece for viola will be treated with Kim's handwritten poetry. And um, we've we, there's a photographic exhibition in association with the Irish photographer Tony Carraher. Um, he'll also be exhibiting with us the new dublin press imagines book will be on display so people will be able to really get the entire five year project all in one a huge experience on the 9th of june with the with the with the music performance and for three weeks running all the artifacts and the installation running for three weeks at the crescent art center from the 9th of june so that's very exciting for us